You're listening to Nowhere to Run with Chris White on the Revelations Radio Network. Welcome to the Revelations Radio Network. My name is Chris, and this show is called Nowhere to Run. You can go to the website, which is NowhereToRunRadio.com, and I'm just happy that you're here and happy that you have tuned in to listen to what I've got to say. If you've got any questions, you can go to uh, my website, hit the contact button, email me there. Uh, You can also get a hold of me on Skype and other places. So that's basically that. Let's just jump right in. I've got a whole bunch of stuff to get to. First, I'm going to mention just a few things, show note type things. I just put up a podcast with the former Catholic testimonies and ended up being about two hours long, and that is up on there right now. Also, on a separate podcast, the Full Armor of God podcast, I posted the audio from uh, something from xadventist.com, and it's uh, really for trying to explain what the issues are with Seventh-day Adventism for somebody that may just think it's a normal um, denomination. And I just uh, put that up there. It's something I'd thought about doing for quite some time. And I also put up an edited version of that as a video, uh, thanks to Ivan, on the YouTube site at the moment. One more thing I put up on the YouTube site, but I'm not at least right now, planning on putting as a podcast, but if you're interested in, I would really encourage you to go watch the video, is um, my, I guess now, former roommate, Mike Tater, otherwise known as Tom Bionic, his um, presentation from the Roswell, uh, New Mexico, Ancient of Days uh, event, where he did his sleep sleep paralysis um presentation and he has a lot of really good information in there so if you're at all interested in sleep paralysis and all those kinds of things uh, go check out mike's presentation you can see it on my youtube page uh, which is uh, youtube.com slash nowhere to run 1984 so okay so that's out of the way and i may or may not put that up as a podcast i'm not sure probably not since i've already been flooding the revelations radio network with podcasts uh, including this one and the verse by verse Bible teaching, which we just put up, finishing up the book of Galatians, and we've decided that our next book is going to be the book of Titus. So I still haven't put up the archives. The best way to get those archives is to actually go to the to the front part of the to the of the website and don't hit the archives button because I haven't been updating that. I think I'm just going to figure out another way to do that. But um, anyway, so so that's exciting. I'm excited about that, but. The the big thing is is that we're we're taking a week off because I'm gonna get married in about well I guess after today, twenty six so three days wow three days and I'm gonna be married we're going to leave in uh, two days and I'm going we're going to start driving to Florida and that's where we're gonna get married and then we're going to jump on. Uh, a boat and hit the Caribbean for a week, and that'll be pretty exciting. One of the stops being uh, in, somewhere in Mexico, well, the Yucatan Peninsula, where uh, there's lots of Mayan ruins and stuff like that. So maybe, maybe uh, we'll get a chance to see some of those, but I'm not sure if we'll be have time to do that or not. But that would be pretty cool if so. 
but the main thing is I'm going to be married, so that's pretty pretty wacky. And um, I've been talking a lot about it here, and it's just weird. It's you know six months out, got engaged, and now it's down to three days. And well, it's just it's just overwhelming. You know, there's a lot of stuff to think about, a lot of stuff to do. I mean, I've been just doing a lot of things last uh, last few. Um, days it's just been really hectic but in a good way and it seems like last minute like fix yourself type things like i don't know i've just got so much to do but anyway i'll get into some of that as we go on here um but yeah i really want to thank you all too for just um you know i don't know i just kind of think that you guys out there are sort of like my family in a lot of different ways i know that I can really tell that uh, you're praying for me. It's like something very tangible in my life. And so I really appreciate that. And I, I want you to know if you feel like, you know, that I'm your family too, that we are sort of kind of in a weird sort of dysfunctional way a family. So um, so I just want to say that I appreciate you and appreciate your prayers and uh, invite you also to pray for Connie, uh, my, my fiance, soon to be wife. And uh, we're just... We just really would appreciate it, and it's uh, just thank you for your for your prayers in the past. Um, okay, so moving on here, a um, few different things. I really want to sort of reevaluate what everything that I'm doing, nowhere to run, and everything, and I want to try to really streamline it and make it better. I want to come at it from a totally different kind of angle. One of which is that I just want to to position it in such a way that I'm being more effective and that it's being totally for the glory and fame of Jesus Christ. That's totally uh, a goal that I want to strive for. I mean, I think that that's ultimately the way I'm, you know, doing it right now, uh, you know, really seeking what he wants to do with with things. But um, there are times when I feel like I do things or don't do things because, like, you know, some sort of pride thing creeps in or whatever, and I think that that needs to, not only needs to go, but a whole new sort of, whole new thing needs to happen. And I don't know exactly what it's going to look like or whatever, but I just want to to excel from here. You know, I want to be better at reaching people for Christ. I want to be better at um, discipleship, better at uh, teaching or, or whatever, you know, whatever is needed. I want to I want to be getting better at it. I don't want to be peaking right now. Uh and I think the only way to do that is to just fully sort of uh you know just I don't know. I don't know, just to seek to uh follow him, seek for him to be sort of the boss of this whole thing and to humble yourself accordingly to that. But one of the things that I was thinking about in context of that is the idea that the internet, what with net neutrality and all this stuff that's going on, there's no reason to expect uh, the internet to um, be around in its form for very much longer. I just got done reading the book "Who Moved My Cheese," which is like, if you, it's like a book that's like, I mean, I literally read it in one sitting, and that's saying a lot for me because I don't really read that many books or anything. Uh, but I have started, and I'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, I read, well, I'll take that back. I listen to a ton of books. I listen to all kinds of stuff constantly, but I very rarely 
uh, read because you can't do two things at once when you read. But anyway, so I read the book, and I think it applies very well to the state of the Internet, that the Internet's going to change. The best thing we can do is to look and see, hey, it's going to change. We see all the signs that it's changing. Let's put the the you know running shoes around our neck and be ready for when it changes and when it does let's go out and try to figure out where the new cheese is and i think that part of that is in um i don't know exactly i mean that's going to take many different forms i think in one sense it's going to be a good thing a lot of people are going to be taking their uh newfound uh love for the lord or or or, or desire to reach people or whatever it may be and they're going to take it to the streets in a way that they haven't been doing before. But I don't know. What I wanted to do is to find a way to get CDs, DVDs, whatever, into the hands of people that need them. You know, a lot of people that listen to the show may have a particular thing that they're listening to for. Like, let's say, sleep paralysis. You know, maybe they saw a video that I did about sleep paralysis. Or maybe it was um, the stop smoking and drinking or you know, maybe it's the Catholic testimonies or the Mormon testimonies or or whatever it may be. Uh, that with the videos like that, I want to start when I get back from the honeymoon. Obviously, is to start uh, possibly just printing those up for people in DVDs and just mailing them out. Just have an operation where I'm just uh, you know name your own price, you know whatever cover shipping or whatever. Just put a like a little thing there where you can name your own price and then in the in the thing tell me which which ones you want and then it'll be a lot of work at first because they'll have to sort of make the uh make the master copies and stuff but once all the master copies are done it'll be really easy to just mail them out and it'll start to get those in the hands of people that may may or may not um do that on their own that might not burn a copy of it on their own but they would have a dvd in hand and i think that's I think that's a something to start with, but I think really ultimately, you know, the best thing to do is to be making disciples of men and to, you know, really get a fire lit under them that, that doesn't matter what they have, you know, DVDs or anything else. And so I might be looking at different, uh, you know, I'm getting really fired up by a few different books that I am reading, one of which is um, Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret. And another is uh, Revolution and World Missions by K.P. Johannan. And um, both of those are really convicting. If you've read either one of them, you know what I'm talking about. Hudson Taylor was uh, the guy who, you know, the great started China Inland Mission. He, you know, went inland China before anybody else did with the gospel. And, you know, basically a man that, that lived by prayer and devotion to the Lord. And, and gosh, what amazing stories and testaments he has to just to the awesomeness of God in his uh, in his book there. And I can't say enough to listen to that, but also, or to, to read it, but also to uh, K.P. Yohannan, who started the Gospel for Asia uh, ministry, Gospel for Asia. And that is also incredibly convicting about our you know american lifestyle and and what it is that uh is going on in asia uh and it's just really intense and then the the other book 
that I'm reading is called uh, People Skills, which is written by this PhD about communication and not just, you know, well, just communication of all types, this kind of communication and, you know, communication with, uh, uh, you know, business and marriage and things like that. One thing, everybody talked about communication, like, you know, when we're, I would just ask random people, but, but all the counseling stuff or, you know, got it. communication is the biggest thing and everything. And I totally understand it and understand the need for it. So reading this book, realizing how much about communication I didn't really know and how important it is to know it. So, uh, when I get back, I'll have time to read that book and I'm going to be like communicating with you guys so much. You're going to be like, man, did I, I'm just getting communicated with. Um, okay. So one thing that I wanted to really get into in this show would be Romans 8.28. So let's just dig into this real quick. Okay, some of you know what the verse says. For those of you that don't, I'm just going to read Romans 8.28 and Romans 8.29. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. Okay, so this is like the wonderful verse that that is always pointed to in times of, you know, sorrow and things. And I was just reading this in the Hudson Taylor book, uh, Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret, where he had his wife had just died giving birth to their, uh, to their child who also died among, at that same time, two other children died and he had to send away like three other children to back to England. And it was obviously intense amount of grief, but his, uh, discussion about it is also in, in equally intense, and he cites Romans eight twenty eight in that situation. And I've also heard recently, you know, about how people lean on it, you know, in times of trouble and things like that. And of course, I've heard that, and you know, mentioned that in different contexts and stuff to people. That hey, look, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. So essentially, what they're saying. And is that uh, it doesn't matter what it is that happens, that it must be that there's some good purpose in it, uh, and that's why this is happening. And that sounds like, okay, well, that's a nice thought, but is it really true? And can we really fall back on it like that? And then what does that mean to fall back on it? How does that look to fall back on this intense promise of God? Chuck Missler always used to say of this verse that he used to check it once a day just to make sure that it was still there because it is that that big of a promise. If this is true, then either God's in control or he's not. And it's also interesting to note that a little, you know, later on in this chapter, it goes on to name these different things. It says, What shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution. Now remember, they, they were really getting persecuted, like, you know, tortured and killed type thing. Or famine, or nakedness, peril, or peril, or sword. 
As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. And then, you know, this is in a, a pretty intense kind of thing. I mean, a lot of different perils there are covered. And, you know, I think that we can be sure that this is covering just about any kind of thing in our life. But I want to look a little deeper into it because I think that there's so much here. Um, some people say uh, that Romans is inexhaustible. And, well, the Bible is inexhaustible, but this is one of the most inexhaustible uh, books in the Bible, and that Romans chapter 8 is one of the most inexhaustible chapters. So there's a lot to that we could we could spend you know, weeks on this section and still not exhaust it. Uh, it says, and we know, so that's a pretty important part of that, you know, that you're going to know this as opposed to think or whatever. It's calling us to be assured of this promise. And this is the other important part, the next part, that all things work together for good for those to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, that all things, not some things, not uh, most things, but all things. And that brings you to immediately think, well, does that mean like little bad things too, or little good things or all things? And it really means, is God big enough to care about the little things? Are they also working together something that is going to end up being for good later on? And before I go any further, I just want you to know what that good is supposed to be the next verse talks about uh it it uh it might be to be conformed to the image of his son so this is all about a conforming process to and you know as anybody knows we learn uh, kind of in a school of hard knocks a lot of times and this is what it's working towards but also it's for the purpose of god and we're going to get into that here in just a second but um so it says, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Now, this idea of who are called according to his purpose is incredibly important because this is kind of an exclusive thing. Not everybody in the world gets to really fall back on this when incredibly bad things happen or, or change is happening all around us or it doesn't matter. Whatever it is. Not everybody gets to rest in the assurance and have the confidence and boldness to walk through that uh, that storm uh, that somebody who is called according to his purposes. So what does that mean? This word called is different than other times that Paul uses the, the, the term called. Um, he uses this in another place in Corinthians where it is clear that what he's talking about, I think it's 1 Corinthians, that he's talking about um, a calling that God does uh, to us. It, it, it's not the general call that, you know, he might, uh, we're all called, you know, to understand the gospel or we're all called uh, in, in that sense. But it is this kind of calling that, that God does to us. It's kind of the equivalent of, of when Jesus calls, for, calls Lazarus from the dead and he says, you know, Lazarus, come forth. You know, implicit in the call is is the power to to make a dead thing alive. And when you are truly saved, that's what happens. Those of you out there that were once into 
every kind of thing, or maybe you didn't have a tremendous, you know, salvation experience. You weren't into all kinds of bad stuff or whatever, but you know that you have been turned from death to life. You started to see, you know, that you, the evidences of that in your life and that you have a new heart and that, uh, that you're changing and you are, uh, saved. If that's true of your life, then you are included in this. This is like one of the biggest benefits of being a Christian, in my opinion. Yes, it's great. Heaven is un- going to be unbelievable. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has comprehended what God has in store for those who love him. That's absolutely amazing. But this is something that we get to really, uh, um, are, that our lives are are ordered, that they are working together for a good purpose, that we can't mess it up, you know, that we can... We can mess it up in some senses. We can uh, not be as surrendered to it. We can di- be disobedient to uh, you know his promptings to, to for us to go deeper and to learn more and to be more devoted. We can we can resist those callings, but it is it is but those callings are going to continue. And if we start to resist them, he may he may uh, make them more acute, and they will work together to get you to that place to conform you to the image of God. If you resist those callings, it's quite it's quite certain that he's going to get your attention in another way. But um, but that doesn't mean that that the more submitted you are, the less bad things are going to happen. Because look at Hudson Taylor. Uh, and that, that was an incredibly serious situation that happened to him. And, uh, it, and indeed that worked together for good, certainly for the millions of people that, uh, read how he dealt with that in, in grief and how he was so comforted in a, such a tangible way that he used to say he didn't even, he didn't even know if it was better for his wife and kids because of the sheer amount of, of joy and presence of Christ that was given to him for comfort and peace. He almost thought that if it were possible, he was having a better time in that uh, joy and peace than they were even having in heaven. I mean, he, he talked like that. Um, and it, it's, it's not that, but all that that did for other people and certainly in his own life, it, it did a lot in his own life. Uh, but I haven't read the rest of it, so I know I'm not sure exactly how it all pans out yet. But um, anyway, so that's a that's the big thing: is that to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose, and that's interesting too. This is for His purpose. It's uh, something that He's got going. You know, He's got, and we might not understand it a lot of times. That's the big thing. We we might not see how that could have anything that could be good about it and that's because we're not always 100 percent sure what his purpose is in it and hindsight's always 2020 but we can be sure that he's like a good god and that he's a smart god and that he's and that he's a just god and that he's like doing what is we if we could see from his perspective we would be cheering him on and saying yes please please do whatever has to be done we we can see what your purpose is now and so I would say that um, that's, that's, that's the big part I think a, a lot of times that we miss is that we're, our perspective is a lot of times too narrow. But that's where the trust in walking through the storm comes in, is that when the storm hits, you can check Romans 8.28, make sure it's still there, and walk boldly through the storm. And whatever comes, if, if it's uh, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword, 
whether you're killed all the day long uh, and counted sheep for the slaughter, it says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I mean, that's a pretty high, some high literature there. And so, um, that's, that's I, think, I think, where we can stand comforted comfort in, in these trials the trials that are going to come are no doubt going to be very difficult for not only us but for the entire world and you have to imagine that in those times it's not us that really so much need help you know we shouldn't necessarily be looking for a a, a good bunker to crawl in uh, we should be um you know we should be out there helping those that are not a part of this great promise that those that are not, you know, that called yet, um, that those are the ones that need this message, the good news that Christ uh, paid their sin debt, that he literally took the wrath of God that we deserved. We should have been on the cross, should have been us that was on that cross. But God came down and said, you know, I'm going to take it for them. And the full measure of God's justified wrath was poured out on him. And that all we have to do is accept that and say, I believe and I repent of my sins and believe that. Justified before God, he gives you his spirit to begin to change your heart. And he sees you as justified and you are then uh, saved. It's, it's, that's, that's how you get into that, uh, that promise that is for those that are to the called, to those that have been, uh, Jesus is called from death to life. I mean, there was nothing for Lazarus to do, uh, but to be, uh, to be changed. There's nothing that we being dead in our sins can do to become better people. We can't go to church more. We can't pray more. We cannot be, uh, saved unless we're born again. He has to, to do something. He has to make a dead man who can do nothing for himself alive again. And that's what being called is. And to be called is to repent and believe in the gospel. And if you do that and you start to see that you have been changed, then indeed you are a part of those that get to benefit from this promise and assurance that all things work together for good for you. That you can rest on Romans eight twenty eight too. That that again is one of I think the best benefits of being a Christian. Okay, so I don't know. I guess I'll just keep this being a short show. I've got a lot of podcasts out this uh, this uh, week. I was going to play the sleep paralysis thing, but I think I'm just going to point you to the YouTube page if you'd like to see that. Um, pray for me on this honeymoon. And, uh, when I, and just that we would be safe, that, uh, things would be okay and pray for the marriage and, uh, that we would just bear fruit, uh, together and that the Lord's will would just be done in our lives. And anyway, so the next time you hear from me, I will be totally hitched. And, uh, so that's it guys. I just want to thank you for being, uh, there. Thank you for your 
listenership. I really do value it and value you as friends. And I uh, hope that you will do the same. Contact me if you have any questions, comments, or concerns at NowhereToRunRadio.com. Thanks, and I'll talk to you in about maybe two weeks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Nowhere to Run. You can download all of the archives to this show and others I've done for free at NowhereToRunRadio.com. Your prayers and donations are needed and appreciated. You can partner with me to reach many more people with discipleship, apologetics, and the gospel. Go to Nowhere to Run Radio to help support this ministry. Thanks for your time.